0: everyone, Welcome to another episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, Wolfson, and today's episode, we got a special guest in the building. He is one of my closest homies all the way from LA, California. He came around and we met together in during Winter Music Conference and Miami Music Week, along with our homies, that Shout out to those guys. He is the next up-and-coming bass producer, the one and only Shoku. Now, Shoku and Nahayal have a lot of history together, you know, and we've been staying in touch over the years as well. And as he and I progress in our own separate ways, you know, but it was amazing that he and I were able to catch up with some of the stuff that we both similarly share some of the experience of all the hardships of getting in your foot inside the music industry, especially when it comes to really see your music and how people only notice it you if you got the validation of Others like artists or or laborers and such. That's the only time people only notice you. And we talked about that. But we also talk about some other cool things, some recommendations, as well as we also talk about, you know, our history between us and our friendship and other stuff as well. So it's actually a very good episode. This is definitely an episode for All of our op-ed comers are listening to our podcast because this is actually dedicated for you guys. You're going to hear all the way from him how the LA scene really is and how hard it was for him to get into where he is right now. Especially that route that we have talked, that always heard about. Like, don't always go with the struggling artist route. Never had a plan B, no safety net. Just go straight to plan A, which in my opinion, and Choco's opinion as well, It's a bad idea. And he explains it very well to why you shouldn't be doing that. Be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and of course, the YouTube channel at LoneWolfPod.com. That's LoneWolfPod.com, where you can check all my latest episodes. You can also follow me at any of my social medias at Wolfson Music, including SoundCloud and Twitch, which you can actually check all my latest stuff. And as well, in Twitch, you can find me all of my Ableton sessions, talk shows. And you can also follow me at Wolfson Music for any of my social medias such as SoundCloud for all my music and Spotify, and as well as Twitch for all my gaming and Ableton sessions, you know. If you guys got something that you guys want me to cover, any specific topics or any specific experience that you want me to talk about, please hit me up at Music. at any of my social media platforms. Now, without further ado, let's get started. This is The Low Wolf Podcast. Boom! All right. What we got? What do we got? Woo! Official, official, official. Bro, I don't know if you can see this, but here, let me see if I can
1: get an angle. Yeah. Uzumaki.
0: Uzumaki number seven. Damn. Now we're talking. Come on, bro. All right. All right. So, you know, you, so you're team Uzumaki, and I'm team Uchiha. I bet. Bet. I mean look well look at this I I call this the Obito's Mangekyo cuz these eyes are originally from Obito Chia I don't care what anybody says like no that's Kakashi's like no Kakashi got it from Obito okay Recognize oh, yeah. yeah for sure for sure recognize you know <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
0: for sure that's the og right there that's the og right there man so and obito's the one who created the akatsuki's the founder so i'm all akatsuki team akatsuki but my I favorite character is itachi uchiha that's my favorite character from the get-go even when he was like known to be the the villain of the story yeah i uh, I, mean, I, I just like i knew like I like this guy. Like there's something about him like I love about him. And then when they develop his story and and put it out there even more is like the reason why he's known as the villain, but in reality he's yeah. not. I was like, bro, this Yo,
1: I can respect that, bro. I mean
0: honestly, Itachi is one of my favorite characters. Respect, man. Respect, you know? Respect the Ochiha. Oh, yeah, sorry <laughs>
1: yeah, here. Let me see. Okay.
0: Maybe make this a little bit better. I don't know how the audio is coming out. Uh, the audio is coming out great, man. In my end, all right, cool. All right, so nice. first things first, man. Like, welcome to the show. We already started since the moment that you log in, man. So welcome, oh, man. Thanks for having me, bro. I'm like honestly, I've been I've been looking at you
1: doing these podcasts for a while. I'm like, hmm, I wonder when he's gonna ask me to be a part of one of these. <laughs>
0: things, so, <laughs> well, hey. You were still part of the list of people that I want to interview on my show, bro. Like I got one of those lists. I had to work out with the with my homies and then work mm-hmm. out to all my other homies that I know. I want them to be in the show. And unfortunately, there's like a couple artists that they couldn't mm-hmm. make it because you know for whatever reason. Let's just say well, for whatever reason, you know, in my terms I call it ghosting, but you know. <laughs> I feel like, hey, if you want to be part of my show, you're more than welcome to be it. But if if you don't want to, let me know, man. Just let me know, but don't just like ghost me or don't. Yeah, s- yeah,
1: I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, C-
0: communication is the key to all this, man. And mm-hmm. and he, I don't know if you've seen much of my shows, but most of the time it's just me talking nonstop shit and then talking about every single of my guests, their experience and. I just want to want this show to be like a learning show to let everybody know what's all the shit that I, I had to go through, all the shit that my homies had to go through and every other artist who had to go through, you know, because everybody has a dream. Everybody wants to do something and people who want to be part of the music industry, you know, sometimes um they don't know. Where to go, where to start or how to do things, you know, and they start doing things the wrong way, you know, things that how we learn. So I'm here to let them know, to guide them a little bit and say, hey, don't do that. Do this. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I did this or so and so did this. And this is the result. Mm -hmm. If you want this to happen, you have to do this, this and that, you know. And that's the whole point of the show, man. I'm always want to invite everybody to come in, man. It doesn't matter how big or small you are, man. Come to the show, man. And let's have a conversation, man, because that's what's all about, man.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, again, thanks for having me, bro. Appreciate it. Me and you. For those of you guys who don't know, me and Wolfson go back a couple of years. I met him in Miami uh, when my manager, Kevin, actually brought me along to uh, check out the uh, Miami Music Week and actually stayed at this guy's house. Amazing hospitality. I suggest if you guys are homies
0: <laughs> with him, go say what's up. Go visit, man, because
1: he is dope.
0: I uh, appreciate <laughs> it, man. Appreciate it, man. I always am. I always want to make sure that all my people are, like, treated with respect and kindness and always tre- be feel like they're part of the, uh, something, you know, part of home, you know. But only... They only people who are allowed to do that are only people that I fuck with, that I know that we have an instant connection. Like you and me, we had an instant connection. We clicked right there when you guys came to Miami. And those are the only people I fuck with. Any other else is like, eh, I mean, whatever, man. But yeah, man, we 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 met through Kevin, man. Shout out to that motherfucker, Camo. That crazy ass fool. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. How, have you talked to him
1: lately? Yeah. He's been, uh, you know, touching bases with me like once a week or like maybe sometimes more just to like, you know, always keep up and be like, hey, dude, like because he's still my manager.
0: So, right, right.
1: He's like, yo, dude, like we, I need you to finish this song, you know, because we need to send it to these labels, you know, like mm. lately he's been on me more. So it, it's cool, dude. It's cool to have somebody push you.
0: That's cool. You know,
1: like, but yeah,
0: we've been, we've been, you know, just to make it short, we have uh, talked recently. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. That's good. Um, most of the time we it, we I talk to him with with Chavalo. Shout out to our boy right there, man. Chavalo, yo, um, he's he always he's a recurring guest to the show, man. I love talking to him, man. If you see some of our episodes, every time we talk to each other, it's. It's always something new to talk about. Like every time we see each other, is like something came up, and and you know shit happens, you know. And he and I are always got like some wild stories with each other, you know. Yeah, and, I haven't
1: talked to him in a while, to be honest. He's how has he how's he been?
0: Well, he's he's been doing good, man. Thankfully, he's been doing good. He's, he hasn't stopped making music. He's just like not releasing.
1: <laughs> right, right, dude. He is talented, man. Like. I just hope he releases soon, bro, because he he knows what he's doing. All this stuff's fire,
0: dude. That like that was one of the arguments I was having with our previous guest, Mikey Baranichi. Shout out to him; he was it the- Yeah,
1: that's, yeah the
0: boy. that's the boy, Mikey's. That was the, like the recent argument he and I we were having about chaval we We're like, dude, the motherfucker is talented as fuck. Like, I'm surprised, like, no label has picked him up. And one of the issues is like, yeah, he has to release music. And Camo is all the time on his ass. Like, dude, you got to send something. You got to send something. You got to finish this. You got to finish this. And every time I listen to something new from him, it's just like mind blowing. I'm I'm like, what the fuck, bro? When? When can I have this? When can I expect this, bro? Yeah. Like. And he's like, never. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i'm just messing dude yeah but honestly bro like i can't wait to hear his new stuff so
0: well every week or every month is a new stuff so you know i mean just just hit him up just hit him up say like yo you got some new fire trucks like i got some shots for you like let's do some exchange and i'm pretty sure he's gonna give you some future rhythm shit like that's yeah. like by the way you're are you into that future rhythm
1: thing uh i'm into all bass music Mm. But future like future rhythm, I don't really. What do you mean by like future rhythm? Do you mean like Papa Khan? Like,
0: like I don't know if you noticed the trend that's happening lately. That disciple records capitalized. That um Monster Cat has capitalizing that too. And another label, I forgot what was the label that um Chavalo told me that's also getting into it. But it's basically all these um artists. They're doing the whole melodic dubstep route now, but yeah. making it more oh. rhythm
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I, f- I believe like Subsidia, like congratulations, by the way, on your releases on Subsidia, by the way. Oh. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. It. You deserve that, man. And and some yeah. of the Subsidia, uh, which is the one that's very melodic in Subsidia? Dawn, right? I I believe it's Dawn. Okay. So if it's either
1: Dawn or Dusk. Obviously, It's not night. It's not night. So No, no.
0: It's not night. <laughs> But it's so and done is let's just say it's done. Um, There has been some of those tracks that are very rhythm, but they're very melodic. They're very flowy. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. like it's the the Fudd Stevenson with the Oliver style, but very Owls and Crystal Sky style. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So you notice that that's like a new trend that's happening for the past couple of months that people are actually capitalizing in. Have you ever thought of, you know, doing stuff like that or getting to that wave? I mean, honestly, I do enjoy
1: the genre. It's really fun. You know what? Shout Mm. out Ace Aura. I feel like he's one of the artists that kind of solidified Mm. that genre right now. He capitalized in the melodic bass. So, you know, shout out him. For me, I kind of like, I tend to be the kind of person to like, Think, want to be outside of the box, kind of, like I don't like making things that everybody else makes, mm. just because, you know, it's it's nothing, it's nothing against them. It's just I want to. I've always thought of myself as being that artist that is different. Mm. You know, like I don't know, man. And I, I, I'll be honest, I do, I have tried to make it, I have attempted to, but I was never really like hundred percent comfortable. Okay, with doing it just because it's not like me. Okay you know so like it's a fun genre don't get me wrong but i don't think i could execute it as well as other artists do
0: (laughs) so you think like maybe it's sometimes maybe probably yourself you can execute it but if you say like if you collab with somebody that's in into that would you be able to be down to do something like that oh definitely
1: for sure
0: dude it's such
1: a beautiful genre i'm the type of artist that loves like pretty melodies with filthy drops you know like so that's perfect man if only i could if i knew how to do it i would and add my own twist to it Mm -hmm. but as of right now i can't execute that
0: (laughs) yeah i can't execute it either and you know what i came back to do music again and i started i felt like i can let me just start with the basics let me just go very how back to the times with melodic dubstep and Mm -hmm. before you know it, i ended up being like oh shit you know what? I kind of like the melodic dubstep route that I went to, so I'm just going to stick with it. I mean, it's the yeah. the drop with the heavy saws and little stabs and growls here and there. Yeah. And then by the second drop, I just make it very rhythmic or very... yep. So, you know, and then it goes back. I get to the melodic just to reiterate you know so i mean i had lots lots of fun and it's something new that i normally not used to because if you listen to all my music most of the time you listen to either trap or dubstep you know the heavy shit i've never done any melodic and it's it was kind of challenging for me because i'm not i'm not very into playing melodic stuff because i don't have like like the brains that most of these sick people do because most of, most of the time when I'm making a song, my head is like, I'm making a banger. Right. That's what I want. I want to fuck shit up. I wanna, yeah. I wanna yeah. blow up your fucking speakers. That's what I want. I want that fucking fat bass to be thick as fuck, bro. You just want to smack them. Just every time that drop comes in, it's like, <laughs> bah, you know, bah, like, bah. bah, bro. That that's what I want. You know. <laughs> So when I did that yeah. whole melodic approach, it it felt good. It felt kind of like, damn, yeah. like I can fuck with that, you know. And I'm always a fan of melodic dubstep for the longest time. I love listening to it. I call it my happy music. Every time I'm not listening to something that's not dubstep, I call it the happy music because it's something mm-hmm. different, something that's yeah. outside of my genre. So, and you say yourself that you're more you're more into the heavy bass stuff. Now, most of the time is it dubstep or trap or Mid tempo, any kind of bass, bro. Any kind of bass.
1: I feel like okay. So I love it. Could be melodic trap, but with mm -hmm. like a heavy drop. Mm. And same thing for dubstep. You know, like not so much on the rhythm side, but on the dubstep side. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. There's been like a whole bunch of controversy with like, oh, dubstep and rhythm is the same thing, but there's obviously some
0: differences. I mean, I can make the argument that Rhythm and Dubstead is the same thing, but I will say dubstep is a genre, mm. and then rhythm is a subjumbra out of dubstead, you know? So I, I can agree with that. Beca- I can agree with that. Because you can't have you cannot have rhythm without the dubstead, you know? Because yeah, I, rhythm came from dubstead, because it all yeah. started with with the kick and the snare, kick and the snare, and then you got the right. bassy shit, you know?
1: Yeah, every every genre came from something else.
0: Yeah, just so, like just like as if you were saying, um, the do you remember big room, the big course. the big room era? Where of do you course. think it came from? From house, electronic. yeah, electronic. exactly from house or an electronic. Like mm-hmm. all these, all and house has like a huge amount of subgenres. You know? Yeah, there's I don't even I can't name them.
1: There's too many. Nope. Now there's too many. It used to be just deep house
0: tech house techno now there's a bunch
1: of other like so many other genres i
0: don't even know about yet exactly bro so like it's it's the same concept with dubstep i mean dubstep has evolved from you know from what we call the bro step from the melodic step the i'm familiar with bro step yeah but rhythm so you know rhythm's part of it now this is the new fin future rhythm that's Mm -hmm. that's the new thing um, I guess mid-tempo, but mid-tempo was, like, more side-by-side with dubstep. It's not, like, maybe it got some ideas from it. I don't know. It's, like, a very gray area in mid-tempo because mid-tempo could go very techno and at the same time could go very heavy, nasty drop, like dubstep, you know? Right.
1: I feel like, I feel like mid-tempo is more experimental music. Mm. It's because it's, like, the possibilities are endless. It's not, like, a solid... Uh, foundation where every single mid-tempo track sounds the same, you know? Right. So it's, it, dude, every genre has a bunch of different subgenres, and it's like, at this point, I don't even know what's what.
0: <laughs> I agree. Like, There's so many of that. I mean, look yeah. at my, if you listen to the intro of all my sh- uh, episodes, it's a mid-tempo track that I started, you know? It was just a simple bass that moves along here and there. Was something simple. Maybe I'll release it sometime in the future. I don't know. Whatever I feel like it. But yeah, like, and I like the con. I like the fact that you don't stick yourself with one genre. Like you said, you stick with all sorts of bass music genre. Like you're a bass producer. You're not just a trap, the step or whatever. You're just a bass. Like whatever comes in your way, that's what I, that's what you do. You know, like you don't exactly. stick to one. You stick with whatever makes you happy. Now exactly, I feel like that's the beauty of being an artist now when somebody tells you like oh you can only be like you know you can only succeed if you stick if you master and stick to that one genre," do you agree with that well to be honest i used
1: to believe it mm. i used to believe it when i was just starting out as an artist just because when i'm looking at these big artists that are pay- playing big shows like you know skrillex for example like mm. a big example He started off as a dubstep artist and when he was releasing music, it was a lot of just dubstep growls, you know? So I thought, hmm, maybe I have to stick to one genre and continue making it Mm -hmm. in order to succeed. But once Skrillex started expanding his brand and he started changing up his sound, it's like, yo, like he just opened up a door for all these other upcoming artists. Like, yo, you Mm. don't have to stick to one genre. He makes whatever the hell he wants, you know, and it still bangs. So it's like that kind of motivated me to like think outside of the box, like, yo, you know what? I don't need to stick to just one genre. And let's be real here. I don't think there's a lot of artists that like making one genre and just stick to that one genre, you know? I agree. If they they do like more power to them. But me personally, I came from a musical background. Like my uncles were like DJs. Oh yeah. A couple of my family members are like musicians and stuff like that. So I like to listen to everything, and I feel like that's the only way you can stay relevant is by being diverse.
0: I I absolutely agree. And I didn't know about that that you had a a musical background experience from your from your family. Yeah. That that's actually pretty good, man. Yeah, dude.
1: I mean, they're mostly like DJs. One of my uncles was a producer. That's oh, kind of what got me into producing, but he was more of a, like a hip hop West Coast producer. So like, that's why I I also I don't know if people know this, but I do make hip hop beats on the side. I just don't promote it. You know, so like I work with different artists, like kind of like behind the scenes and type of stuff like that too.
0: All right, keep it quiet, man. Keep it quiet. That's all you gotta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna say too much. <laughs> but that's good, man. That's good because I gotta, I got a few stories about that, man. Because one of the stories I'm tell you is that as I when we when I started as a DJ, man, I I don't have any musical backgrounds. I'll tell you that. I didn't. I don't know how to play a piano. I don't know. I didn't know anything about music theory. It was all thanks to the school that I went in right here in Miami, SAE Institute of Technology. It's thanks to them that I, allowed me to progress to where I am right now. Was I heavily influenced with music? Absolutely. Thanks to my own man, he taught me how to appreciate music genres. You know, because obviously when uh, when your own man when you're in the car, your old man is always playing his music. You know, like you yeah. can't tell your own man, "Hey, put me some reggaeton, man. What's up?"
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> like yeah. no he's gonna tell you go no fuck you it's my car go get yourself your own car and listen to your own music right so i've been heavily influenced by you know by people like phil collins like janny and and such other bands like um like guns N' roses mana you know shit. so obviously i've been heavily like yeah i got the taste for for it man and and over the years, I listened to all sorts of music, and then over the years, I listened to all such genres in my face, cause I had my I had my skater face, my punk face, yeah. my hip hop face, then my yeah. reggaeton face. I feel you. I feel you. And then I, I'm I got stuck with the EDM face, like in the EDM face, I never l- let go. So yeah. now I'm just like open to all sorts of genres, you know? Right, right, right. And I. Was always like that, that when I want to make music, I want to make all sorts of music because I feel like th- there shouldn't be any limitations. And let me tell you something. As one professor from my school, motherfucker has Grammys with Daddy Yankee and Wally Guerra and Diplo and other shit. But I do never, 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 never liked his attitude because he was kind of an asshole. Well, not kind of, he is. And... <laughs> And when I actually show him some songs to him for feedback, you know, he says, like, weren't you making some house music like last week? Like, yeah, but you know, this week I felt like I want to make some Moomba. Right. And he's like, stick with your guns. Don't, don't switch genres. Like, be good at one thing and let that thing, don't, don't make other music. If you're not, if you're going to be doing other stuff, like, no, just stick with whatever you're good at it. And I felt, Uh. and I felt like, just like how you feel like man okay then let me just focus on that and i thought that by sticking with trap and dubstep let me just stick with that and let me go for it and that's gonna open up some doors it did Mm -hmm. but i saw the limitations that i got myself because now i'm limited to that only you know um and then i see my boy nitty-gritty shout out to that bitch (laughs) I can say that because he, he he's one of my closest friends and he graduated with, with me at that school. So that, so, so for anybody who's listening, everybody who's <laughs> listening, just FYI, he's my boy. That's why I'm saying shit like that to him. That motherfucker, he's a, one of the most multi-genre DJs in the scene right now. Like, right. besides Krillitz, can you name anyone other than him that's very multi-genre on his sets or on... Releasing on his music.
1: Oh man, I gotta give love to the upcoming producers. So shout out my boy Akres. Okay. Acres in, in this building, man. Yo, he is fire, bro. He okay. So when I met him, mm. just a just a quick little story. Yeah, yeah. When I first met him, he was more into like, well, when I heard his stuff, it was like Jersey Club. Okay. You know, straight Jersey Club, booty bouncing, yeah. shit, like, you know, <laughs> like that party shit, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then he started getting into like the dub, like the bass scene, like the dubstep scene. He started Mm. releasing fire dub tracks, trap tracks, even like now he's like doing house. So it's like, bro, like you got to give, you got to give it up to the upcoming artists too,
0: man. I agree. I agree, man. That's why like you got to give me like other people who who actually are following that trend of no limitations. Do whatever makes you happy as long as it's good shit. You know, if you got the good stuff, man. Put it out there, man. Don't don't let anybody tell you like no. Stick with the rhythm. It's like I agree yeah. that there's these some dubstep guys like they stuck they got stuck with their fin and they're and they're well known. But here's the part that I want to get to to all this to this story. As an artist, you have to evolve. Right. Like you cannot. Hundred percent. Stick with the same fin over and over for that long because eventually it's going to be very monotonous and there's not going to be that unique feeling that you have when you start first listening to that one artist, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're going to tell me that excision hasn't evolved. Like that dude Mm -hmm. was a heavy hitter from the underground dubstep Mm -hmm. to now having dub set and melodic dubstep and future rhythm and other other shit like the guy has right. done other cool shit squirrels um what's another heavy hitter that we know that that has evolved from uh outside of the idiom let me give you one linkin park oh my god dude i love linkin park linkin park one of my linkin. favorite bands that i grew up as a kid man and i remember Damn. when they had the underground ep that nobody knew about it and then they had the hybrid free C D um when hybrid I was in my theory, yeah. when I was in my sixth grade. And look how they progressed from that style to mm-hmm. mainstream shit that they are right now, you know, what, what they were, you know. But you see the evolution. And I remember that Mike Shinoda said it to himself in one of the interviews. Like, like, yeah, like over time you need to evolve and you need to keep up with, with the times. Like Nobody wants to listen to the same heavy stuff over and over because, you know, that you're not unique.
1: Right. And And I mean, that's how they become successful. That's how they are successful. You know, they they make something they love, you know, even if it it happens to be like the heavy stuff. And then as the years progress, they decide to, you know, maybe change it up a little bit. But they're still as successful because they've already gained that fan base. And no matter what, they will stick through them and they can make whatever the hell they want. And it's still quality stuff. Exactly. Rest in peace, Chester man. Rest in peace, my boy Chester. Rest oh yeah, Lincoln Park is one dope ass band, man.
0: One of the dopest bands that has ever lived, and one of the best, one of the best in my appearance vocalists out there, man. Rest can, in peace. Can I ask Chester, you
1: a, of course, dude. Can I ask you a question regarding sure. uh, the album. What, what's your favorite song from Hybrid Theory? There's too many, dude.
0: <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you, man. I cannot tell you either because that e- that first album that they release, all there's, it's. Let me see. How can I explain this? Linky Park is one of those artists that has a album that you basically can listen their entire album without a fail and know every single lyrics of that album because every song of that album is just straight fire. Like, like I don't have a favorite in that album. I can say that's my favorite album. Because paper cut, and then you go, then you go straight to the um, one step closer to the age and then you go without you and then you go points of 40 and then you go run away. Then you go crawling and then you go to fucking uh, and in the end,
1: yeah, you know, your stuff, man,
0: like, bro, like I can't say there's a favorite song from them in that album, bro. It's too hard. It's the same thing as the the Marshall Mathers album from Eminem. And Mm the Kamikaze album; those are my two favorite albums from Eminem. The Kamikaze is pretty much—I think it's like on top of the first Marshall Mathers album, that because that was like the best disc album I've ever heard in my life. And it goes track by track by track by track by track that I know know. every single. Like it goes hard, you know. Like it's very—it's very hard as an artist. It's very hard to have an album. And your album is just popping on every other song. Like every song. Oh
1: yeah. That's so, it's so difficult. There's many albums out there that have two to three good songs and the rest Mm -hmm. of them are like, what? I don't know what they are. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's, it's rare. That's why they are goats though. That's the, that's how they are who they are, you know, because they're just gifted and they have diehard fans. Like from the first album to the most recent, you know, for any, for any artist.
0: I agree, bro. Like, and,
1: but, okay since you brought up Lincoln Park though mm, give me a give me a top nah give me a top five of, of all the albums
0: of all the albums yes top five like that you can listen songs to. or albums songs. songs songs of of all times top five yes I will have to say first well in my defense, this is in no category in any way. So, the, okay. the ones that I'm going to be mentioning, they're all like my favorites of all Linky Bond songs. Yeah. So, Heavy is one of them, the last song that they sh- put out there. So, okay. that was very, that That's was very. That's One
1: More Light, right? One More ah? Light. That's One More Light. Which one? That's um, from the One More Light album, right?
0: Yeah, it's the last album that they did before they went on tour. Before Chester Benetton did his, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's the. I think it's the one more light album.
0: Yeah, I think so. Like, but that was like the by far my favorite one out, out of that before he left, and then when he left, it was like, then this is like the song that hit me to the core, bro. Because I heard his cry, I heard his 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 feelings. Like I knew what he was going through be, through that song. So that song actually like. Hit me hard. So that was that deserves a top spot in my top five. Number two will go Castle of Glass. Okay. That's definitely another one that hit me like amazing performance. It was it's low key, but you could still feel yeah. that Licking Park vibe. From the, and then now I'm going to bleed it out. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. Bleed it out is by far like hard, hard, you know? That's when yeah. they, like, they had like a huge hiatus of, uh, after Meteora, Meteora. They had a hiatus and then they came back with uh, Midnight Express and then they start out with that song, Bleed It Out, which was like, oh, shit, here we go. All right. Yeah. Uh, fourth, oof. Um, I will have to say without you from the first album, Hyber Free. Okay. And then the last one will have to be in the end. Because that's the okay. that's the one song that when I heard it for the first time, it like I wanna have it on repeat no matter where I go. Yeah. And now to this day, when I listen to that song. I still go hard on man, man. It's just it goes very hard to me, you know? So of course. out of those fives, I guess I'll choose those. What are your top five? That's fair. That that's a really solid top five. Yeah.
1: Um I'm gonna I'm gonna say five that you haven't said. Okay. But they're also my top five though. Yeah so oh man, I honestly I can give you a, a top twenty, but I can't. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just go <laughs> with the top five. So uh in, in no particular order
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: waiting for the end
0: Ooh, okay Ooh. i
1: love waiting Ooh. for the end
0: you saw the music video of it right it's so very glitchy like it feels like damn it makes sense got it got it
1: waiting for the end okay dude honestly like such a vibe song you could sing it anywhere you could sing it in your house you could sing it out when you're driving you could sing it well at a show you know anywhere yeah okay so next I'm gonna go with uh let's go with Faint. Ooh. Faint you know, is
0: a banger. <laughs> I was gonna say Faint in my top five, but I was yeah. I was look I was thinking more of the songs that I listen a lot and and that I sing a lot. Yeah. Faint was one of them, but like, you know, without you, like I don't know, for some reason it just goes hard on the lyrics. But Faint, yeah, I can I can feel it, man. Yeah.
1: Fame is like one of my favorite songs of all time.
0: Yeah, especially when Jay Z sure. got into that. You know, when you got that Jay Z and they put that oh, fame in. Yeah, but it was
1: also I think that was um numb numb as well.
0: Oh, that no. Oh yeah, they did like a couple of songs. You oh, know, yeah. Jay
1: Z did that one. Jay Z did that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if they did the other one, but they for sure did numb.
0: Yeah, they did numb. Yeah, because that numb was but, but was like the only one that um the blowout. That uh-huh. that was like like. Out of, out of all the songs that did on that Collision course, that was the one yeah. that you know, everybody was like, holy shit, I'm playing this, you know? Yeah. And then Jay-Z just came out with the
1: remix. I was like, what, dude? That was insane. That's legendary, bro. Yeah. When you hear a rapper get on a rock song, like back in the day, like never. No, I've... F-
0: Jay-Z's... I think Jay-Z was probably the only one that connected that bridge, you know?
1: Right. If anything, he started it. Or I, Honestly, I don't know too much about other bands. Maybe there was other ones, but that one like really stood out to me. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's see. Number three, let's go with Shadow of the Day. Number
0: three. Okay, Shadow of the Day. I fuck with that, right? Okay. It's a,
1: vibe. it's a vibe. I love listening to it when I'm driving in my car. You know, it's like a nice cloudy day. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be getting in my fields, you know, four <sighs> one step closer.
0: That's one like the closer. that's like the closer. That's oh. like you know, you gotta close with that song. Like, no. So far, for sure, man. And where would you put your last song? Oh
1: man, there's so many good ones left that I didn't say, but probably the one that I like rock with the most that I play. Probably Giving Up. I Given Up, up. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that heavy that ass, ass track, feeling. bro. It, it just, yeah, it, and like, dude, when Chester does that 17 second scream, bro
0: yeah i thought that guy was gonna like run out of yeah. fucking breath like how the hell did he not get a sore fro after that bro i don't know and when he finished he kept singing the rest <laughs> of the song so
1: that's a major reason why it's on the top on the top five for sure because not a lot of not a lot of singers can do that
0: yeah bro like yeah you give me some good ones right there that that's for sure man and then yeah so much more though Hey, bro, I mean, we can stay here all night talk about like all our top 20s of Linkin' Parts and shit, bro. We can like, do that another time. <laughs> another time, man. Because, bro, Linkin' Parts is the, dop- is the dopest band ever, man. I had to put it out there. I don't know any other band that can actually beat Linkin' Part in my personal opinion. Maybe there are better ones, but I feel like Linkin' Part is probably the only one that tested time and age well. Like, you can still listen to their original music and it still still hits it still hits you know
1: yeah i would have never expected you to like linkin park as much as i do even maybe even more dude like that is crazy and if for some reason mike shinoda ever comes through and watches this video you are a legend
0: shout out to you mike shinoda bro and shinoda bro please come to my show let's talk bro you're one of my favorite producers man yes sir if he, if I could get Mike no, no, you know, you, you'll join over here to the show, all right,
1: dude. I will fly over there. In a <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what I'm talking about, man. Have you heard some of his latest stuff? Um, to be honest, I've kind of really held on to like. His side
1: on the Lincoln Park. I have heard a couple of his singles, mm-hmm. but I haven't really followed him as heavy as I followed Lincoln Park.
0: I I follow I fuck with his stuff that he's doing lately, man. Like the last song he dropped was Happy Endings, which is actually pretty dope. Yeah, for and, sure. And and there was another one that that he actually launched like a series of a uh, of beats to sell, you know, which is yeah, like he, pretty dope. What of his part? Like he's, he actually put like free volumes of straight up fire beats and he's like guys get creative do shit I yeah, gotta shout s- out to him, man.
1: Shout yeah. out to him. He, he's giving other artists opportunities as well he yeah is, he's kind of like how excision is with the dubstep scene right now
0: yes I agree bro yeah. like he's doing he's doing his thing, man And I like when producers and artists like uh, of that caliber come down and start helping the little guy, you know, because you don't get to see that very often. No, Mm -hmm. For sure. And and then I'm going to go back to to your decision, man, because decision I can see that Jeff has done so many good things and has done has opened up doors that. I'm pretty sure not many others have the balls to do it or not interested of doing it. Shout out to him, man, bro. Because what, what he's doing with satsidia and all his festivals, like he's killing it, man. He's changing the game. He's changing the narrative. That's the thing, the narratives. Tell right. me any other artists who does that.
1: <sighs>
0: I mean, there are... To be honest, there are not many. Not many. He's one of
1: the main ones right now. One of the he is probably the biggest face artist in the scene right now.
0: Yeah. That's making moves. That's being loud. Mm-hmm. Because uh, well,
1: I mean, also virtual riot with Disciple, you know, he it's the same thing, but I feel like Subsidia is kind of like the new upcoming label. Right. That's getting most of the attention right
0: now. Right. I feel like in that particular way, subsidia, I can feel that it's for the up and coming, you know? Like they right. I can feel like they're the ones that are trying to help up and commerce, you know, get a chance to be out there, get a chance to be like, you know, have yourself your son on an actual label supported by right. big hitters. And disciple disciple goes more to the community, you know, they're in it for the community, but they're not so big in helping up e-commerce, you know? I, at least I haven't seen that much of it. I mean, I feel like the Roundtable round table was supposed to be that. Yeah. It was supposed to be that label from 12 Planet to to be able to help up e-commerce to, you know, if they want to join or be released on music. But, you know, it's such that it has to be like you need to know somebody that knows somebody on their perspective. I don't know how it is. I'm um, subsidiary. Right. I
1: I can see you know I, I definitely see where you're coming from mm. and don't get me wrong like a lot of those they they do have upcoming artists on the on the labels that are very very talented but I feel like Subsidia just reaches out just a tad more because yeah. they I've seen a lot of artists that I've never heard of, on Subsidia, if that makes sense.
0: No, absolutely, bro. And, and, and I'm not knocking off the Disciple at all, you know, because right. they did their whole remix competition in which they came and they bring up right. some up and comers that I've never heard of. But there was already some up and comings that I already knew about. But again, I guess because the rules were very general, it says like, hey, if joins. And as it has a better song than yours, that they are gonna choose Skrillets. I get I get it, you know. Like they, they're gonna go with what whichever sounds best. They did their best. Right. Like, I'm not gonna knock that out of them. I mean, but I, I agree with you with Subsidia because some of the songs that I've listened to the compilations, like, like I said, I never heard of some some of these artists, and I have that on my phone. Like I have that on my phone listening to their music because it's just dope. It's just like wow, okay. Like I didn't even yep. knew. And I like that Subsidia hopefully continues with this path of, you know, you know, getting people out to be heard, you know?
1: Right. Of course.
0: How do you actually got into Subsidia, by the way? Ah, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because mm. I was actually
1: just thinking about it. Duh. So, <laughs> so shout out my boy J6. He is the person that uh, helped me get into Subsidia. Mm. It was both of our first, the first uh comp ever actually right i had a uh, had a project that i was working on and i had no drop idea right so right. Oh, i sent it to my boy j6 um which by the way i met him through a, a heavyweight records twitch live stream for like a promo session okay so that's i met, yeah so fast forwarded to when it happened uh we ended up making the collab like making the song together so this the first song without you that we have on subsidia is, yeah that's the one so He's like, yo, bro, like I'm gonna send it to like a couple of big artists that might be interested in signing. So I was like, okay, cool. So I finish it, send it back to him. He sends it out to the labels. And he's like, yo, bro, like uh Excision is actually interested, which like tripped me the hell out because I'm like, really? Like, that's really freaking sick. I it must be super, super difficult to get his attention. So it's such an honor to be a part of that comp. Like the very first one, like that really, really like i know changed my life for sure i'm not as big as i want to be yet but that helped me get my foot into the door with this industry
0: oh really yeah so shout out my boy j6 dude well tell me more about that so by you getting to your song into subsidia did that actually open doors to other labels or other artists or such in the industry so yeah, so with releasing
1: on Subsidia automatically opened doors for me. Mm-hmm. I have had offers from labels reaching out like, yo, send stuff to us, work with this artist that's a part of our label. I've gotten follows from bigger artists oh. thanks to Subsidia. So it, it did open doors for me. I haven't really made the move yet just because I'm trying to perfect my sound. Mm. And when I feel like I'm ready, then I'll push. Okay, But... For sure, it has opened doors for me. There's certain labels that I've been trying to get onto for years that never really gave me the time of day. But thanks to Subsidia, it's kind of like, oh, now we know who you are, so we'll, we'll, we'll look at you. But that's kind of like not what I wanted. I kind of mm. wanted to be discovered through my talent alone, not just because it's I'm known for like being released on a label, if that makes sense.
0: Interesting that you say that.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, dude, I'm grateful for every opportunity that I get. Everybody that contacts me for sure. Like, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, it's like, hmm, would I get this attention if I didn't have a sign, a sign track? You know?
0: Mm. Yeah. I get I get what you're saying because um how many songs have I ever sent to you that you say that they're fire? A lot. <laughs> and I've done the same thing that, that I send that to I've sent it to songs to odd profits, to Dr. Ozzy, to snails. Mm-hmm even our boys moats that shout out to josh and pat like our boys and they all say the same thing like yo you're like your sons are fire stuff right and it's funny because okay these guys tell me that my sons are fire mm-hmm. so why is these labels do not want to re- like sign to my sons like is it because i don't know i haven't released it with someone else is it because like they're bad but even though others. Other artists that are established in the industry say they're good. Is it like what is it that that puts the yeah. stamp saying like yeah, like people can come check on me, you know? And I don't know, man, because I feel like that's the problem with what's happening with this industry. Like, in order for you to be discovered, you either had to be like you had to be released on a well-known label. Right. Or you did a collaboration with set established artists and that's where people start noticing you. Man,
1: that I can, I definitely, it like hits home, dude, because I kind of, under, I definitely understand what you're saying, actually. Mm-hmm. It's like, as, as as hard of a pill it is to swallow, it's kind of the truth. You know, like, this industry is not what it used to be. It's like... Mm-hmm everything's changing, you know? So, like, at this point, it's kind of about who you know. And th- mm. that's not always the case, but it's most of the time the case. You know, like, the moment I got a release on Subsidia, I started getting hit up left and right. Yo, bro, let's collab. Yo, bro, let's collab. Before that, nothing. Where were you, you know? You know? Exactly. Dude, I'm working my ass off here. I work, All my music is here. I make all my stuff here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, it's a little uh it's kind of a slap in the face, yeah, when people want to work with you only because of clout or <laughs> people only want to give you opportunities because they see you popping off now, and it's it's for sure upsetting, you know, and you you know somebody could have a banger,, yep. that's an unknown artist, and they won't sign you because they don't know who you are,
0: exactly,
1: man, I don't, I don't mean to be a
0: negative Nancy or anything, but no, no, man my experiences you know No, this is what's all about this is the Lone Wolf Podcast man this is us sharing our experience what we had to go through and the realities the harsh realities of this industry not everything is peaches and greens over here you know some of the shit is like literally straight up hardcore fats. and that's one of the things why I started this show last year on March I'm about to hit one year with this show oh yeah dude yeah like one of the That's things it. Congrats! Thank you, thank you, man. I hope that I can I can grow a little bit more with this podcast. You know, I'm trying my best. YouTube is not easy. I don't know why people oh, telling me YouTube is easy. Like bullshit, it ain't easy, <laughs> especially on a podcast. I don't know, uh, but I do have listeners. I do have listeners on SoundCloud for sure. In SoundCloud, I hear a lot of people listening to my podcast because every time I log into SoundCloud. There's always a new follower, a new follower, a new follower. So at least I know my sun is happening, you know, and and I needed my own therapy, man. I needed my own voice to be out there because I feel like I've been keeping all this shit bottled up inside me and don't have a, like somewhere to talk about or somewhere to talk to who about this sort of stuff. And I don't right. have anybody to listen or hear me. So. The answer was the podcast. Here
1: it is. Now it's super cool that you're doing this, dude. Like giving artists a chance to express their feelings, you know, and share their opinions because sometimes certain artists don't have the courage
0: to speak up. Right. And, you know, this is why you're here, dude. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, this is why I'm here to break those chains, bro, to, to make sure like, yo, Let's break the cycle. Like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, let's tell the straight up the truth that the industry is an ugly-ass motherfucker, you know? This is the type of shitty shit that we see and we deal on a daily basis. Like, why do we have to be silent about it? Like, if we got, like, a fan or a follower who wants to be an up-and-coming and is asking Mm -hmm. you for some advice, why wouldn't you give that advice to that person? Like, why is it that we have to, like, why do you have to shadow ban it? Oh, but it's because it may be a potential competition. It's taking your That's spot. That's the
1: problem with this industry, man. If yeah. somebody has talent, if somebody has passion for something, stand by them, support them. Why not? Dude, everybody has a story. Everybody work like these kind of people work their ass off, and sometimes they don't even get the recognition they deserve. I agree. You know, so I could name plenty of artists that are upcoming that I know are talented as hell and don't have any releases because they don't have a following.
0: It's crazy, man. It's crazy out here in these streets. You feel me? I hear you, bro. (laughs) What it was back then that it was all about the music. Now it's more about who you know and how many followers do you got? Are you going to pull? Can you pull this? Can you move this? Mm -hmm. You know, so what's your social media presence? What's all about that? And, you know, I I gave up on that social media presence a long time ago because it, it got to a point like, bro, this is what I have to do just to put my name out there, just to keep just to have a connection, just to have a uh network sometimes with somebody think, like yeah to even stay relevant sometimes yes just just even to stay relevant like really yeah I I said myself Amazing. like nah bro like I, I'm I'm not with it bro I'm not with it especially all the all the shit if you notice all the shit that's happening in social media nowadays like anybody could g- easily get cancelled by the stupidest shit or by the stupidest thing that would say like a perfect example fucking People from TikTok or these vulture cultures or these cancel cultures or woke activists—I don't know, whatever you want to call yourself—they want to cancel Eminem because of the song that he did with Rihanna. Have you heard of that?
1: No, I actually deleted my Twitter for that reason. Good for you. <laughs>
0: Good for you. I haven't yeah. deleted my Twitter because sometimes I talk with Virus Syndicate and some others. And okay, okay. Shout out to to Nick and Jay, man. But oh, sometimes it's a, before, it's a before, in.
1: real quick, real quick before, like, let me just chime in. Yeah. Um, I didn't delete my Twitter. I just deleted the app to stay away from it for, uh, you know, whatever the time may be, just to take a little break because everything has been drama lately. And to be honest with you, I don't want to delete it because Sanholo Holo follows me on Twitter. So
0: let's <laughs> <laughs> just, just throw it out there. Shout out to my boy Son Holo. You feel me? Yo, hey, I got virus following me. I got others following me as well. So obviously, I don't want to delete that, bro. I I want them to know, like, yeah, fuck yeah, you know? But, hey... I'm happy to hear that, that you deleted the app, man, because you're not missing anything other than, you know, people trying to cancel people or political bias and stupidity from here and there. It's like it's a shit show. Like I literally I only see Twitter in my feed just to see the shit show to see like, what well, OK, what's today's drama? Yeah. And yeah, they they basically want to cancel Eminem because of the son he did with Rihanna. The way you lie to me. The way you lie. Yeah, the way you lie. because there's a a, he said there's a lyric that says something I forgot what was but they pointed out the phrase like he said this and I'm like really you want to cancel Eminem because of that that phrase like that song really out of all the Eminem songs of all the shit that he has said who said way worse than that song but no let's cancel that one because of that
1: yeah, yeah. that's ridiculous man
0: bro that is
1: so ridiculous people like,
0: have gotten soft i've been saying that for quite some time bro like people are actually gone like very pussy lately it's the new generation man it's the it's all them
1: it's not every single person but it's the majority of the tiktok kids yeah i can't cap that's what i've seen not to throw shit at
0: anybody but no no it's the shit that i see i literally see this shit on a daily basis and i'm like in my head like when did this shit started that all of a sudden you're this righteous person out of left field like what the fuck yeah i don't know man it's it's a different time, dude. Times are changing. I I guess. But you know what? It's not a good thing because if... <laughs> of course not. No. Because if we got this, then, you know, we won't have a saying. Like, we won't have the saying to express ourselves. We cannot express ourselves anymore because you're going to have somebody judging you. You're going to have somebody throwing a negative comment. Or somebody's gonna say something otherwise you
1: know bro tell me about it i've already experienced that multiple times just because okay for example if i could if i can say this go for it man turning down collabs mm. turning down collabs mm. you know who you are
0: <laughs> say it bro say nah, it. dude i'm not i'm not here to point names or anything but Good. don't say any names just say that yeah you know who you are
1: Yeah, you know who you are. There are kids where I have gotten backlashed for Mm. rejecting collabs. Mm. And I'm just like, why? I'm sorry that I don't feel we are compatible or I don't know you and you want to collab just for clout or it's another reason. I just, I'm busy at the moment. You know, I'm backed up on projects. That's majority of the time the reason. And to get backlash and to, to get talking down on negatively or behind behind your back just because you say no. That's so wrong.
0: Oh I had people I'm I'm I, you know what I'm very honest from the get go. So that way I don't they don't feel like I cross your dreams altogether. I always tell people if you're gonna send me music, I can't guarantee you that I'll respond to you immediately, but I mm-hmm. will listen to you. And if I feel that it's good, I'll tell you. If it's bad, I 50-50. So I always let them know it's like I'm not gonna bullshit you or anything. And when it comes to collabs, um I have a problem with uh, collabing with people. And it's the and the problem is is that my mind is moving forward every time. I'm always like, let's go, let's go, let's go, oh, on right. to the next one, on to the next one. And the right. people that I send projects, they're not in my pace. And then they got and then that project gets lost, and then I'm like. All right, on to the next one. On to the next one. I can't, I can't stop. I cannot stop because of you. I had right. two opportunities. Two, I had two collabs with, with Nitty Gritty, that will never see the day of light coming out because, mm-hmm. and and it's not on on his fault because he's a talented person and I love the guy, but it's because, again, in his defense, the guy's blowing up. He has so many projects with so many people that he has to make music, not only to himself, but for other artists as well. So me and his priorities, like I'm down here. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I could see. I could see why. Yeah. So like I can understand on on his defense for that, you know, but at the same time, you know, like. Yeah, I don't want to be on your ass every week if you work something or not. But, you know, at least tell me whether you're going to work on it or not, because then I can just finish this song on my own, you know. And then after that, I just decided, like, I'm finishing all my songs to myself. Like, you know, I'm not doing any collabs anytime soon or with anybody. If And, you know, not with him, but with other people, I've done collaborations And when I say I don't want to work with you anymore, I get that, you know, that we're on the streets. Hey, somebody was talking mad shit about you. It's like, yeah, why? What did they say? Oh, fuck that end guy. Fuck Wilson. It's like, wow, cool. Because I try to help somebody to be known in the industry, to know all these promoters that I know. And I'm and I'm the end guy. I'm the fuck. Fuck Wilson. Yeah. Fuck me. Right. Because I, because I stopped fucking with you. Because I knew you were somebody that I, I don't want to fuck with. Like, oh, okay, fuck yeah. me. Right, I got it, I got it.
1: You can't please everyone. That's the biggest thing, dude. You cannot please
0: everyone. Oh, yeah, bro. Boy, did I learn that the hard way, you know?
1: Oh, for sure, dude. Uh, yeah, we all have. Well, most of us had to learn the hard way. Yeah. Me, one of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so in regards to that, to like people... Talking back shit about you, backlash, has that ever affected you in any way in the industry?
1: Not that I know of. The way I see it is if someone's unhappy with you, just keep it pushing because there's no reason to stay on that subject of negativity. Mm hmm like not that i know of like just answer your question not that i know of i mean there's there's so much i can go into detail with but it's 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 just better probably left better unsaid let's just keep it at that (laughs) all
0: right all right that's fair enough fair enough man i'm not here to to out people out maybe sometimes i will because like oopsie i forgot to say that out loud you know oh well yeah i mean maybe maybe we could talk about we can get into depth with things like that whenever dude just you know hit me up bro yeah 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 i get you i get you